What's going on, good people? Welcome to Sitting with a Seer podcast. I am your host, Eve Williams, and I want to welcome back any family member that has been rocking with us so far, and I also want to welcome any new listeners to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with you again. I thank you again for sharing your space and your time with me. And I hope that when you leave this podcast, that you will take with you something to add to your life. (laughs) Oh, I was not planning on recording at this time. Like, I never really have a set schedule when I'm going to record. But as I feel the unction and the, the prompting to press record, I just am going to go along with it. <laughs> so I want to just say I'm happy to be here again. Uh, again, thank you for allowing me to be in your space. And I am just going to flow <laughs> and just, you know, whatever comes forth or whatever is supposed supposed to be shared. I hope that you would take something with you um, after you are finished listening to this episode. So I have, um, I was just minding my business <laughs> and just was, you know, getting ready for this upcoming week and what was being pressed on me um what was basically being pressed on me as I was getting ready for this week and just you know in my own little zone you know preparing for you know all the different things that I have to um accomplish this week hopefully God willing um <laughs> I was just really um but really what I saw was um, a, a image of like a parasite and almost like uh, the image of the parasite was like, of course, you know, inside of like a human body. And <laughs> it was just feeding off of, you know, the host of that <laughs> parasite it was just you know still in different pieces of nutrients and all those different things that it needs to try to live and grow inside the human body and as i was looking at that i'm like okay i don't know what this is but i know that if i keep looking or just be patient more is just gonna be revealed about this And then it flipped (laughs) for me spiritually. And the question that I have for us tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are in this world, is what is feeding on you? What is feeding on you? Is there something in your life that may be feeding or stealing or taking away from you that you are aware of or may not be aware of? What is feeding on you? Hmm. (laughs) I 
thought about this a little bit more and I thought about the natural parasite like okay how does a parasite get in the body <laughs> um far as my natural understanding it has to come through some some way from the outside world and some way it got into the to your body and the way that I was thinking of it is either through food or drink um is the only way that I was thinking about it naturally. I didn't do any research or anything. It's just I'm, I'm flowing with what I saw. <laughs> so I was looking at this spiritually, not in a natural way, but looking at it in the spiritual lens. And I start thinking about how, um, I don't know if anyone has ever heard of um, the whole the old phrase like, oh, it's a generational curse or you know, something like that, like that whole phrase of generational curse. And if you have, that's something that I always found that it was conflicting to me because I'm like, how comes in a sense, if it's a generational curse, how comes it goes from one generation to the next generation to the next generation? Like why is one family <laughs> or one group of people forever cursed <laughs> with something. Like, I just didn't understand it, and I just didn't agree with it. Something in my spirit just didn't agree with that phrase. But then it was opened up to me later on in life when I even uh, questioned that phrase to try to get a better understanding, because uh, I even have heard that phrase even in my own family, and what was opened up to me is that it's not, quote, a generational curse. I saw it more as a gener, like almost like generational habits, <laughs> um, generational habits that open up doors for demons or spiritual activity that may be functioning within a family and it may manifest they may these spirits or these demons may manifest themselves in different ways in the family and then the family in a sense become comfortable with certain certain behavior um, in the family because they deem it as this is just our family or this is how we operate this is how we function and I <laughs> had a better understanding that instead of me using the word generational curses I got a better understanding that there's generational habits that open up doors to the spiritual world for demons to enter into an individual or a family and they manifest them themselves in ways um, that is deemed as normal or acceptable to that family. So in saying that, I can say for me and my family, I have identified... <laughs> like certain habits 
or I have identified uh, certain behavior in my family that I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't follow or never, um, I never followed <laughs> or just never fell into the pocket of um, certain behavior and certain things that were deemed acceptable or the norm in my family. I always was the um, odd one in my family um, from their lens. I was the odd one because there's things that they they accepted or uh, participated in that I necessarily did not. And when I question um, activities or I question motives or just question the reason why certain things were the way that they were in my family, I never really got a clear understanding or um the answers that I did receive weren't satisfying to me. So I am just for my for the listeners of this podcast, in my family, I am born into a family where I have two older siblings and I am the baby <laughs> of the family. And the age group between me and my, well, the age difference, I should say, between me and my older sister and me and my middle sister, um, there's 15 years between me and my older sister, and there is 10 years between me and my middle sister, and I am the baby. So for me, I have um, identified over time um different patterns, different activities, um, different, um, um, belief, I don't want to say belief, but different outlooks on the world and all that, because we're all, we're all different. We're all individuals, but there is certain, um, there are certain, demons is what they are um certain demons and spirits that have been able to move and operate in my family and i know <laughs> the the i i was shown the way how they entered into my family line and i was shown um, how they manifest themselves. I have been shown, um, I have been shown where there may be more than one spirit, um, evil spirit or demon, um, that may be, that may manifest itself in my family, <laughs> um, with an individual, um, one individual may have multiple spirits or demons dealing with them, but I digress. <laughs> what I wanted to come to say is that I, um, because knowing this and being 
being who I am and who I always have been that God has called me to be, um, a lot of the activities and a lot of the things that my family has been involved in, nothing illegal. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> no one has gone to jail or anything like that <laughs> or, you know, anything crazy that will be on the news. So I just want to put that out there. But um, certain activity that was deemed acceptable in my family, for me, I just never had the um I never had the interest in some of the activities that they are involved in. <laughs> so I say this is that I, I do have my own family now, me and my wife, um, and we do have our daughter. And for me, um, for these things to be identified and shown to me that there is, I don't, like the word generational curse, I have been able to identify generational patterns that open doors spiritually for demons and spirits to enter into a family to manifest themselves and the family deems them as acceptable. Um, I made the choice and decided that when I had my family or when I married my wife and when we started our family, I made a decision naturally, but also a decision spiritually that things that um, I grew up in and how these demons and these spirits tortured and try to torment me <laughs> um, in our household and um, the things that I would hear and see. And even though I was hearing and seeing all these different things in my household as a young kid. And if I would go to tell any of the adults or tell someone that was older than me or my older siblings in the household, no one would believe what I was saying <laughs> um, because they either thought I watched a scary movie or, you know, I might have overheard someone telling a scary story and somehow just had a bad dream or whatever. But in my family, um, I have always been able to see spiritually um, if there were um, spirits dealing with individuals at times, if God opened it up to allow me to see if there was more than just the, the, the spirit of the person in the body, if there was another um, spirit, like a evil spirit or a dark spirit within the body as well. God has always, God has allowed me to see that with individuals, even in my family. And when it comes to um, when I was younger, no one believed me. <laughs> so my outlet and my way of really dealing with what I was seeing and how to process what was going on, I just started journaling and writing down everything um, because I couldn't sleep. Because <laughs> if I did try to sleep, um, 
the spirits would in the household would torment me <laughs> because I didn't know what they were. I thought I was just constantly having bad dreams or nightmares, but I was battling demonic forces and spirits at a young age as a kid. And long story short, let me get to where I'm trying to go. I'm sorry, you, you guys. Um, but I I always have seen, I, I have been able to see spirit, spiritual um, or spirits dealing with individuals or um, operating in people's lives. And even I can say for myself, um, getting back to when I started my family with my wife, I made the decision that things that I have been, um, things that have been opened up to me about my family and um, how different demons and spirits operated in my family, I took the stand spiritually after God training and teaching me um, different truths about what it was I was experiencing, how to handle those things, how to operate and move um, spiritually and naturally to handle those attacks and things like that. So God taught me how um, I needed to um, basically break the continuation of those demonic forces and spiritual uh, things that were happening in my family growing up. So it wouldn't cross over into my family with me and my wife and my daughter's lives. So I can, I wanted to say this as well, and I don't know if this will help somebody out there, but I'm just going to say again, demons are real. Evil spirits are real. Um, and they can jump and they can um they can manifest themselves in different ways they can jump from what i mean jump they can jump from one person to the other person um by touch or other ways um so they are very they are very real they are very real um but I can say also that because I'm not exempt <laughs> and I have, I'm in a natural body, but as all the people that are listening to this podcast as well, you are a spiritual being having a human ex experience or existence. <laughs> so it's it's not something so freaky and weird and scary or anything like that. It shouldn't be because, again, as I have said on other podcast episodes, us operating and moving in our natural body in this natural world, this world and this body is more of a shadow of what's really real on the flip side or the spiritual side of this all of all of this i feel it's almost like just like when you get dressed <laughs> how you put on clothes to cover your natural body or there's some people out there that don't like clothes but i'm just saying there's not a lot of people walking around naked 
<laughs> out in society. But what I'm saying is that just like how you put on natural clothes to cover your body, um, it's the same thing spiritually that if you were naked and then have clothes that's who you are without the clothes without the jewelry without the accessories or anything else you want to put on your body but when you don't do anything you just you putting clothes on your body and you're going out into the world let's take that analogy and let's look at it spiritually as well your physical body um your your physical body is basically the close to your spiritual being. So your spirit first, but then you have this physical body that is you're encased or, or it's encased around you. So you're inside this natural body and whatever is inside if if this Let's say it this way. I want to say it this way. I want to try to help somebody if they need this. <laughs> um, you're a spiritual being in a human body. So it's only it's only should be one person in that body, you. But we are going to go a little bit farther. There are individuals that are in this world where they are a spiritual being in the natural body but then because there is a spiritual world that is very close to the natural world just like your breath <laughs> put your hand in front of your mouth and blow out you feel that that's how close the spiritual world is so depending on circumstances or um, depending on different factors, you can open yourself up to either allow or invite other spiritual forces into your space or to inhabit or um, take space in your natural body or in your um yeah in your natural body and some people may call that possession <laughs> um where possession is real where there are individuals where they are inside their natural body but they may have um spirits or like spirits not just one but spirits in the body with them as well and they are the primary driver of the body and they have been um in a sense suppressed in their own natural body that is true and that is something that happens but let's go back <laughs> i'm sorry get a little too far but what i want to say is that There is a bridge um, between this natural world and the spiritual world. There, it's very, it's, there's a bridge, there's a, um, you can use any type of, I'm just going to use that there is a bridge between this world and the natural world. I mean, this world and the spiritual world. But 
What I also want to say is that there are, um, we have to be careful of what it is that we open ourselves up to and what we allow to come inside our 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 um space or in our natural body so i'm going to break it down this way if you go out to eat say you go out to eat and for whatever reason you went you went out to eat you tried something different something new and you know it tastes good you had a good time all that good stuff then you go home then you find that you're sick (laughs) and you're not sure what's going on with you. You're trying to figure out what it is that may have happened and yada, yada, yada. Fast forward, it might have been that one new dish that you may have tried at this new restaurant that you've never been to that it may have not been cooked properly or it may have not been prepared properly that you contracted some type of food poisoning or something like that. Same thing spiritually, depending on what it is. Okay, let me break it down this way as well. I got to go back a little bit more. You have different gates. I call them gates. And you may have heard this term somewhere before, but I'm just going to break it down. There's, There's different ways. There's doorways and gates that can enter into... um that can um, be, there's different ways that something could come into your, to your body or into your space or in, you know, attach itself to you spiritually. That can be through your eyes, your eye gate. So what it is that you may be seeing or taking in information or um, what you may um, what you may look at or see or take in through their eye gate. Same thing with your ear gate. Whatever you may be, you may hear, um, or what you allow yourself to sit in and hear may come through your eye gate, or what comes out of your mouth or what goes into your mouth. Um, also, another area where I feel that a lot of people may have never really touched on too much in um, the arenas that I have been in is even in the area of, excuse me, um, in the area of sex or um, in the, like in private areas and things like that, that's also a gate as well. (laughs) So depending on what it is that you may allow yourself to be exposed to or allow yourself to um, um, either allow yourself to be exposed to or participate in. You have to be careful too because to participate is to give permission as well for something to be uh trans um it's almost like you have to be it's almost like a transaction 
is the word I was looking for. So it's almost like for you, in order for you, for something to come into your space or, um, and I'm talking all spiritually, I'm sorry if I'm confusing anyone, but just stay with me. <laughs> but just like the natural body, you eat something, you didn't know it was there, it's inside your body now, you're dealing with the side effects, you got to go through the process of getting it out of your body. Take that analogy, but also flip it spiritually. That 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 um, stomach virus that you may have experienced naturally can be a spirit or an evil spirit in the spiritual side of things. So God said to me recently, because um, I was dealing with a situation <laughs> where I I wanted to call somebody. Um, I went to a, a event recently and me being me, I was like, you know, I, I went to a funeral. Let me just say that. I went to a funeral of a, of a loved one. And this is the first time I kind of been around people and, you know, all that. And I went down the road and I hugged the you know, all the family members, and this is the first time I actually hugged somebody. <laughs> I had a mask on and all that, but it's the first time I hugged somebody, you know, during this time. And I realized when I left that I didn't hug this one individual that I couldn't recognize them because of, you know, the mask and social distancing and everything. And I was so... I felt so bad and I was just like, oh no, I I want to call that person. But like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean, you know, I hope you're not offended. I didn't mean to skip you. I didn't know you were there and all those different things. And because of the person, they know who I am and they know my personality and how I always have been. So I know they it didn't register that way to them. <laughs> so I was just more taking myself through the motions of, I hope I didn't offend anybody that I wanted to call that person. And God was a lot like he allowed me to go through the motions of thinking through it all and all that. And then he basically said to me, you know, like, or he, he basically gave it to me that I didn't need to do that. It was okay not to call them. But he also gave me the spiritual piece as well. It's like, be careful what it is that you may call to yourself. And I'm like, hmm, which was deep <laughs> for me because I was like, I know it didn't mean anything with that individual in me, but I got a different interpretation and a deeper meaning to it. So... I don't know why I'm saying that, but I'm just putting it in there. Maybe somebody needs to be careful what you call, call into or call to yourself. There may be something that you want to do, <laughs> but it may not be something that is necessary for you to do. And if you were to act on that thing, you may be calling something into your life that you don't even know what it is that you're calling into your life that may wreak havoc havoc in your life. So be careful of what it is that you invite into your space 
or in other words, call in, pull in, invite into your space because you may be asking for something that you necessarily don't need or want <laughs> in your space at this point in time. So I'm not sure who that may be for, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but basically, I, I want to get back to this and try to wrap this up because I, I don't want to keep you guys too long. <laughs> but basically, I, I learned with the whole parasite um the whole phrase generational curse yada 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 and you know coming up to this point it's kind of like what is what is it that work like that you're feeding or what is feeding on you is there anything in your life where you're dealing with something in any aspect of your life. It can be something in your mind, something in your heart, something in your spiritual walk, something in your physical body, something in your emotions. What is it that you're dealing with? And if you're dealing with any of those things, I want to say this as well, that if you're dealing with any, any of those things, it may not have anything to do with anything spiritual. It can be something, a chemical imbalance in the mind, or maybe something that you may need a, a therapist to talk to for your emotions or a doctor for any of those other things. So don't get me wrong that if you're going through something in your life and in your body or any part of your life, it is not always a hundred percent something spiritual that is the cause of it. But I also want to say that sometimes you do have to examine things through a spiritual lens because sometimes things that you are going through in any of these aspects of your life has a spiritual component. And then you have to trace your steps or even go back and think about you know from this time to that time were you experiencing this then or from that time to that time what happened there did something happen that may have um created an environment that you may have taken on something that you weren't aware of or is there something that you may be operating in or what I mean by operating is, is there maybe something that, um, that you may have learned or been taught and you may have been operating in your whole life this way that you can identify that maybe you and your whole family may operate this way and it seems normal because there's more than one person operating that way. But then is there a, a common issue or a common problem that you and all these individuals may be experiencing as well? Sometimes those things are not um, the norm, but you can be operating in a generational um, pattern that can invite 
other things in to the the fold. So okay, I'm just going. <laughs> I want to bring it down. Okay, so what I want to say to anybody that is listening to this podcast, I hope that I haven't confused you a whole lot. <laughs> But the message more than anything is examine your mind, examine your heart, examine your spiritual life, examine your physical body, examine all parts of you. And if you find that there are something, there's something um, that's hurting you or there's something that you're going through in any of those areas of your life that is uncomfortable, I encourage you to question why is it uncomfortable, examine why it's uncomfortable. And if you can't find something naturally to give um, explanation of why that thing is happening, I encourage you to do some um, soul searching, some digging spiritually, some deeper dives into yourself to look even closer because maybe something you may have experienced or gone through became a open door or a bridge to spiritual activity going on in your life, but you may have been dealing with it for so long that you deemed it as normal. Just saying. <laughs> um, and I want to say this as well. I'm not exempt from anything. God had to, had to say to me at one point where even me, I have had different things that have attacked me spiritually or I would say that this is a gen. I have dealt with generational patterns that have been have opened doors for spiritual activity to manifest itself in my life, and I had to ask God, like, why is it that I'm going through this? <laughs> um, in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, I want to do what it is that you want me to do. I want to live the way you want me to live, but why is it that I'm dealing with this thing? (laughs) And God had to show me why this thing was popping up in my life and how it was popping up in my life. But then I was like, God, well, how, like, I'm praying, like, you know, take this away from me. Take this out of my life. I don't want it to be a part of my life. Take this away. And the one I remember God shared with me about how to deal with this thing is simple. Something can't live if you stop feeding it. (laughs) So he had to show me this thing is operating and this thing is allowed to be in your life because you have made room. You have given opportunity and space for this thing to enter into your life. And if you 
after I have shown it to you that this is what it is, this is why it's happening, and if you choose to keep feeding it, it's going to stay around. So some things, if you want them to dry up and die in your life, that is not serving you or helping you to become a better person or lighting the path, the path of your spiritual walk or any of those things, if something is taking or stealing from you, sucking on your life force as a parasite, (laughs) and it's not giving anything to you, but it's taking from you, Uh, stop feeding that thing, allow it to dry up and die in your life. And I want to say this to someone as well. It's a daily, a daily walk. It's a daily walk. Don't look at your spiritual walk as one continual line (laughs) that it just continues on and on and on and on and on. I thank God that he allows there to be a day and a night to break up this life. I thank God for allowing it to be a new day every day that he grants and allows me to wake up and see it because I used to be so devastated where I would know these truths that God has shared with me, but then I kept falling and struggling and fighting and feeling defeated and feeling low and feeling unworthy and just going into this downward spiral of like, I don't know why God is even dealing with me. Why is he, you know, busy (laughs) you know, spending his time with me, I just keep messing up. I keep messing up and I don't know why he keeps coming back for me. Why? And I thank God for just his love and his grace, his mercy, and for him seeing past my mess, my mistakes, and seeing my heart and seeing that I want to do what's right. I want to do what pleases him. And I want to fulfill my purpose that he has given me. And I want to be able to walk in my calling that he has called me to. But he had to help me see as well that this is a daily walk. So every day... I had to recently as well, had to wait. I wake up, thank God for the day that I woken up, (laughs) that that I'm waking up and seeing and able to move my body and have my right mind. And I say to God that I choose him. Daily, I choose God. I wake up and I say, God, I choose you today. Because I know every new day is a new opportunity in the natural world, but also in your spiritual walk. You don't know what's going to come with the day. 
But if I get through the day <laughs> and if I don't feed, you know, don't feed those things that try to torture or enter into my life and try to, you know, get me off the path that God has called me to. I know that daily I get stronger and daily I'm able to walk farther and daily I'm able to, you know, dodge and, you know, block out and remove stumbling blocks in my path spiritually. So I say that to someone out there as well. If you are pushing forward to do right and to walk in light and try to work on yourself spiritually, again, be gentle with yourself, but also know every day is a new day that you have never seen before and not hold yourself hostage from a mistake of failure <laughs> or just a, a just a bad decision from yesterday, years ago, whatever. Today's a new day. And if you have today as your new day and you're listening to this, take a deep breath, let it out, and you can never, ever go back to that moment. You're in a brand new moment today. So I encourage you, my friends, my family, guard your eyes, guard your ears, guard your mouth, guard your heart. Have good intentions as you walk in this natural world, knowing that if you, by making a natural footprint, you're also making a spiritual footprint. And I want to encourage you, again, be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And I hope and pray that if something that I said today <laughs> has registered with you something that has helped you in some way i know that i have been obedient and i have been able to share whatever it was i was supposed to share and that you got what it is that you were supposed to get on this podcast i would love to hear from you guys i know that on this podcast um I believe there's a way that you can send messages <laughs> if you want to. Um, if you want to drop me a line, let me know that, you know, if this has any of these episodes have helped you, I would love to hear how it has. Um, because hearing from you fills me up as well. I just, I wish I was able to talk with people. <laughs> um directly or on a recording I think there's a way I'm still learning um but if you know if there's a way hey send me a message as well um but if you want to send me a message on this podcast um or if you want to just email me directly you can do that as well the email is sitting with the seer at gmail.com and 
also wanted to just remind you that I am on Twitter. I honestly haven't been on Twitter posting too much lately. I haven't really been late. I led to do that. <laughs> I've just been more sharing about the podcast, but not really tweeting. Um, but I am on Twitter as well at sitting with the seer uh, on Twitter. So I may post something up there every so often between episodes. But again, I haven't really been led to do that right now. Um, but again, if you want to just drop me a line, um, if this podcast has been somewhat encouraging to you, or if there's something that you would be interested, um, to hear more about, please just send me an email sitting with the seer at gmail.com. I want to, once again, want to thank all you guys for tuning in and Until next time, be good to yourself, be good to others, be true to you, because you are amazing and there is only one of you. Until I see you next time, see you out.